I want to say something first. Jason Goodall, yeah. you're in your medically induced coma right now because you had a heart attack and you have COVID. I want you to know that I love you. You're a great friend of mine. Um, once you get done, get out. I'll be back at your place. We'll be making steaks and burgers. We'll be doing comedy. We'll be filming skits. We'll be doing everything. I just love you. Uh, you'll get through this. Kelly, you're great. You're great, too. You'll get through this. So Jason will get through this. I love you guys both. Welcome to the Basement Lounge Podcast with your hosts, Mike Shea and Mike Wells. Sit back, grab a drink, relax. Let's see where the time takes us. Enjoy. Fucking Scarlett Johansson suing the shit out of Disney. I know, and I don't blame her. It uh-huh. wasn't part of her contract, the movie sales. So what it, and this happened, a lot of actors get this, is that they get paid bonuses off the back end of the box office. Yeah. So in the contract, it states that it's based off an exclusive opening day, you know, opening theater theatrical release yeah, yeah. before it goes to because they some sometimes if an actor has enough clout they can get back end off of home release as well mm. most of them don't um depends on how invested in the project they were she was i think she was an executive producer of the films which she might have as well but i honestly don't know um with disney probably not but anyway so she her 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 salary for the film was based on the box office release well because of COVID and everything, Disney released it on Disney Plus as well as in theaters on the same day. So that cut into the profits of the movie that she would have gotten paid off of. And now her team is claiming that when they heard Disney's plan to release it on Disney Plus as well as in the theater, they reached out for a contract renegotiation. And from some emails and stuff that were released, like Disney said, like, oh, yeah, don't worry. We'll make sure that, like, you guys are taken care of. And it never happened. So they're taking him to court saying, you guys owe us a lot of money. Oh, and she has every right. Yeah. Well, then Disney wants to clap back and say that Scarlett Johansson's just she's being ignorant of people's losses and suffering from COVID-19. And she's just being greedy. And her legal team is like, go fuck yourselves. And apparently Kevin Feige is saying, fuck Disney, pay her what she's owed. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know how much she's given you guys? Holy the shit. amount of money she's made you yeah. compared to what you've given her. Don't get me wrong. She's made a ton of money. Yeah. But like. This, this isn't about. This is this isn't about the money. No, this, this is, is about. This is this, this is this is a principal thing. Yeah. Like, it's fucking Disney. You guys can afford it. Yeah. You own everything. You. Oh my God. It, when I heard that, because my head had never thought about it, because I was yeah. one of her, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. She's going to probably, she probably gets some of the box office ticket yeah. revenue. And I was like, I didn't think about it. And I was like, yeah, she has every, she's going to win. Like, there's no way you would not win yeah. this. Well, this happened last year too. So the first movie that got released streaming as opposed to theatrical was Trolls World Tour. Yeah, yeah. And this happened with Justin Timberlake and Anna Kendrick, was they had the same problem. Because they're like, okay, well, you told us this movie was going to get released in theaters, and our contract was that for us to get paid off of that. Well, this didn't hit, that didn't hit theaters at all. It only went to streaming. And so they were like, okay, well, let's, and they were able to renegotiate with Universal to get paid off of whatever, however they made money on it. Because Universal, I think, was just like streaming on the website or some shit like that. Yeah. Um, Emma Stone is now. Oh, yeah. Joining because of Cruella. Same thing. They dropped that on Disney Plus 
and in theaters same day. And like I've been telling people for a long time is when they start doing this straight to streaming shit, that's going to hurt the income of the movie. You're not going to bring in as much like, to begin like, with. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not only that, like, cause like it's $30 a pop, I think, wasn't it? Well, it's, it's on the, on the Disney plus it's 30 bucks and you have it. Yeah. It's the thing is like, what percentage of that would you give the actor then? Well, not only that, but you also got to figure if it's released in theaters, you're talking 10 to 15 bucks per person yep. per viewing. This is 30 bucks per account. Yeah. So one person pays it and now 20, 30 six, people. seven people, however, 20, 30 people, however people have to log into the Disney plus can watch it and they can watch it on repeat. Yeah. So if somebody wants to go back and watch it again, you'd almost have to like, well, it's track it, it by how much it's been viewed by household. And I'm sure you can. And I'm sure I think Netflix has a way, but I don't know how you convert that to income. Your Disney figure it out. You own everything. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it just, it creates a lot of gray area, but, and it also like, you also look at the movie itself. Like this is the black widow movie that's coming out a year after it was already supposed to come out a year after you just killed her character off in Endgame, And the movie takes place after civil captain America, civil war. Like this movie should have come out three, four years ago. Yeah. So it's already hurting at the box office. Cause a lot of people didn't, didn't see it. Cause they were like, who cares? It means nothing. It has no bearing on anything story wise with the MCU and all that. We know she's going to make it to the end of the movie because she's got to live to die in Endgame. Now, I know allegedly like the post credit scene leads into the Hawkeye series, I guess, in some way. I haven't seen the movie yet. Um, I haven't either. I haven't still watched Loki. You need to watch Loki. Um, but it's just it's it's a lot of it's a lot of they mishandled the fuck out of her contract and, and this character in this movie. And now they're going to get taken to court and it's going to set a fucking precedent. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to learn before not because you got to think about how big the budget was on this movie. They're not going to see a return on investment. How big was the budget on it? You know, um, I, w- I would say probably at least a hundred mil. I would be shocked if it was anything less than that. Cause Deadpool, how much did it make in theater? Like 70 million, didn't it? Not, it didn't make its budget back. Um, Cause like Deadpool, the first one, was like 70 million and um so the budget and bear in mind the budget doesn't include like advertising and all that this is just the production but the production budget is supposed to be around 200 million oh my god it's a lot of fucking money um right now it's box office globally is 344 million but again that doesn't include that 200 million does not take into account advertising typically for a movie to break even it has to make back like one and a half its budget which it's, I think it's just now at. Um, but I don't know. In terms of in terms of the legalities of this thing, like like this is Disney's gonna have to eat some crow for this. They should. There's no fucking way they win this lawsuit. No. And it's gonna it's gonna open up the floodgates for a lot of people. And she should just take the money she wins and donate it. Oh yeah, donate it to. Um, I don't know. Do- donate it to to <laughs> Seth MacFarlane's Get Away from Fox Fund. I heard about. Yeah, that. he wants away from Fox because of Tuckle Carlson, doesn't he? Because of yeah, because of Cuckle Tar- Car- Cuckle, Cuckle Tarlson. Tar- Fuck yeah, that, that works. Um, 
Yeah, he, I, I heard. I didn't read. You mentioned too. I heard about. It. I was like, oh, I haven't what read. What's Fox gonna do? I don't know. I haven't read. Well, I mean, also if you if you've ever watched Family Guy, they take shots at Fox all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what particularly Tucker Carlson said this week to piss him off. I'm sure it was something shitty. I mean, yeah. It doesn't really, t- I don't think any, I'm sure it was something awful and horrible, but yeah, he's like, I want to get away from Fox so bad. And if, the, if Fox loses Family Guy from their Sunday lineup, that will hurt them because that, that show is so much money in advertising. I wonder how much money they would, they, man, that, that puts a gun to their head, like mm-hmm. get rid of him or get rid of me. Well, cause you've already got American dad over at TBS. Yeah. They've already like the Orville already got moved over to Hulu. Okay. It's like, so all he has to do is get this away from them and he is clear of Fox and you got to imagine like he's already probably had to change the way some stuff's written for Fox to be happy. Like, imagine Family Guy no longer beholden to Fox. Oh, my God. And how much they could just cut loose. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's But, yeah, he wants gone from Fox. Although, I think it'd be hilarious if they get rid of That would be the ultimate, like, thank you, Seth MacFarlane, for your comedy. But you also got rid of Tucker Carlson. (laughs) That would be fantastic. I hate, hate that man so much. He is one of my most hated people just in the world he's up there with Lindsey graham um who has covid and he can go fuck himself yeah. uh, <laughs> and Lindsey graham has covid hmm. interesting anyway I, I did a tweet i thought i was gonna do well and it never did well it was like between Lindsey graham getting covid the baby making anti lbgtq yeah. remarks and carson wentz breaking his foot the worst person the person with the worst the thing, uh, the person having the worst week is definitely COVID stuck with with Lindsey Graham. That's <laughs> fucking funny. And it never got any really traction on Twitter. I was like, God damn, that's a fucking good that's tweet. That's fucking funny. Um, that's great. <laughs> yeah, the baby shit. Uh, I didn't read into it. I was like, yeah, the guy's name is DaBaby. Like, yeah, I read, I read like the transcript of what he said, and I was like, yeah, no, there's no mistaking this what, shit. I don't know. Basically, he was some comment about how like all gay guys have AIDS, that kind of thing. Uh, or he's like, if you're here tonight and you're gay and you don't have AIDS, are you really gay? And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Unless you're probably talking to Matt Damon. I don't, we'll, we'll get into Matt <laughs> Damon a little bit. Yeah. Um, but like he, uh, the baby got dropped from, was it Bonnaroo or Lollapalooza? Lollapalooza. He, he got dropped from Lollapalooza. He's getting, he's losing. He got dropped from a lot of shit. I think he's in trouble with the label too. Hey, why would you say that? I, I don't fucking know, man. Did anyone, I know he went after Quest. He didn't know who Quest Love was or something. Yeah, like. he, he doubled down, went, went in on Quest Love. It's like, you don't know who the fuck Quest Love is, you motherfucker. Stupid. The baby's a da idiot. He is. I, I had never fucking heard of him before that shit. I was like, they were like, the baby is. I was like, who the fuck is? Which is a sign that who I'm getting. Who names your old. child the baby? I don't know, man. These fucking, the, a lot of these contemporary pop artists have some of the dumbest names and the, the worst fucking music I've ever heard. But it little baby, little baby, bad. Was it the bad baby? The the cash me that cash me outside oh. chick from fucking. Oh, I thought it was the cunt. I mean, that could too. I think that's probably your Twitter handle. Um, the cunt. Yeah, it is sloppy. It's, <laughs>
We always want to hear what you guys have to say, what your thoughts are on whatever it is we're talking about, and it's real easy to do that. All you got to do is go to our website, tblpod.net, and through our website, you can either send us a message or click the little blue microphone button and leave us a voicemail, and we'd love to share it on the show and hear what you guys think and hear what you guys have to say because we want you guys to be a part of the conversation here at the Basement Lounge. Yeah, this, this Matt Damon shit. His daughter had to write him a letter about why he should stop using the 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 bad gay f word. I I knew that she said something. I didn't know she wrote him a letter. It was like she like got up from the. They were like she he. I guess it was like he said something like at the dinner table or some shit. And she like got up, went to her room, and like wrote him like a whole thing about why it was bad to keep using that word. And I'm like, how is it in 2021? You still didn't fucking get that man it's from boston that's his whole excuse like i'm, Bo- I'm from boston i know people from boston who don't use that word dude i just i just <laughs> i was sitting there when i found out i was like i mean did he write she write this like 12 years ago like <laughs> i don't know and like i might i like matt damon too i do too i but right now he can go fuck himself especially because then like the next day he's like well now hang on i've never used it against gay people i'm like the word itself is a homophobic. If I just walk around using the N word, but never use it at a black you say person, I'm back st- all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still using the N word, motherfucker. Like, Ugh. unless you're British talking about a cigarette, which you are neither. <laughs> what if he was? <laughs> I just like cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like it, his daughter had to write him a letter. Damn. Just say, here's all the reasons why what you're doing is awful, Dad. Yeah. I don't think I can think of. He just took one of Martin Scorsese's films very seriously and just <laughs> kept on going with it. <laughs> because, like, when I saw that, I was like, how did you not know? Yeah. But it's, there's no, there's I mean, no I know excuse. You're, maybe you're that fucked up in Boston door. You're like, I just, I feel like there's no excuse. When anymore. I fuck my wife, that's what I call her. <laughs> <laughs> she hates it, but. It's I don't just, know why I made the fucking... I don't know why you went riding the danger field <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden. <laughs> um, yeah, I just... I feel like you can't use that excuse of, oh, I didn't know. Like, it's it's 2021, man. We're so far past that not being okay. Yeah. Like, I know South, I, I know South Park did the whole episode with the bikers and all that, and, and it's a funny fucking episode, and I get it. <laughs> it's just... We're, we're not in that place anymore, man. And, and, and to be that... To be someone who's supposed to be tuned into that kind of thing, especially in Hollywood. That shows you how untuned he is. Yeah, it's... Again, I know so many Bostonians who don't use that word. He's probably like, wait a second, this is a 1990? Yeah. <laughs> 1990 was only... The 90s was only 10 years ago. <laughs> no, man, sorry. <laughs> oh, guy, I, I saw that. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Well, it's it's again, it's it's, it's throwing, throwing it up there with with the the baby thing. It's it's the the baby the baby thing. It's uh, it's so hard to say. The baby, the the baby thing. It's uh, a debate on the baby. <laughs> it's it's again, it, it, how fucked up do you, and ignorant do you have to just be to think eh, that's fine? There's there's no possible way this can this can come back to haunt me. No, none at all. But also the thing with with the difference here is 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 with the baby that was at a public thing. He was at a concert. Matt Damon just volunteered this information. Yeah, it's like, hey, did you know? I, my daughter last night told me to quit call it, quit saying. 
Did you see my tweet on it? Matt Damon is so woke, he threw himself under the bus. <laughs> he just canceled himself. That's impressive. That's very impressive. <laughs> be like, I'm going to fucking show these. <laughs> yeah. What happened with a couple years ago with, with Liam Neeson when he talked about hunting down the black guy in Ireland? I mean, that, that one was a little bit. I know that one was a little bit different. But again, it's like. Yeah, that was about somebody like. It was uh, his, killing his, his, his sister. His sister had been raped. Yeah, okay, which, and she said that it was a black guy who did it, and so, and it wasn't. It was just. It was. It was the the choice of language he yeah. used. I wanted to go track down some black bastard, and I was like, eh. I kind of understood where he's like. Well, it, uh, I, it, it was literally what he said that yeah. made because like, like anybody would be like somebody fucking raped my sister. Like you'd kind of want to track them down. And, yeah, yeah, sure. It was. It was. It was the choice of words, but also like and um uh. Daily Show guy, um, Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah even commented on that where he was like, he wasn't even. He was like, yeah, what he said was fucked up, but he also apologized and explained why he said what he did. Yeah, it's like the ideas we're supposed to want people to apologize and re- recognize what they did was dumb. And, and but with with Matt Damon, he was like, hey, everybody, guess what? I just learned not to say. <laughs> Why? Why would you think that was a cute Matt fun story? <laughs> what if he did that? What if he was like, "That's why Matt Damon." Matt Damon. No, I saw that. I was like, "This is a weird thing." The, I can't. It, it would be again. It would be. I don't know. I don't know what's worse. Like if he was caught saying it at like an event or something, but to just volunteer that story. It's like, yeah, I was having, you guys want to hear a funny story? I was having dinner with my family last night, and I just start calling this dude up, and my daughter writes me a whole letter about why it's bad. How fucked up is that? My daughter wrote me a letter All about that. I said that. was Fig Newton. <laughs> so I don't know. It'll be, uh, I'm, because I'm curious to see what, if, if he, because I mean, he hasn't done a whole lot. He doesn't need to lately. I mean, he well, he's doing that. Uh, is it Clearwater or something like that? Where he? Oh yeah, he plays. He plays a redneck, doesn't he? Going over to try to get his daughter, who's like in like a lesbian or something like that, out of jail or break her out of jail, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. We'll be curious to see how that does. I think it's going to. Be, I like most of the movies he does. Yeah. Like, I can't remember the last time I. I just mean like nowadays people are really quick to like oh destroy somebody over something well yeah destroy and and like you know like not go see his movie that kind of thing I, I didn't think it was going to be great like it's not the, your prototypical Matt Damon movie like mm-hmm. maybe maybe twenty thirty million dollars probably makes like that like mm-hmm. it's not going to be like I don't think it's going to be like a great movie no that's going to be like a blockbuster Matt Damon it's not your prototypical Born Supremacy or yeah. Or fucking um, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Mac. Or, yeah. <laughs> or Good but, Will Hunting. But also going to Hunting yeah. Season. <laughs> Applesauce, bitch. <laughs> also going forward, I just, I wonder how it'll, how and if it will affect, like, you know, him getting cast, that kind of, and stuff, that kind of thing. So. But also, he doesn't do as much. I mean, yeah. he did a cameo in Thor Ragnarok, for fuck's sake. You might get, like, one movie a year out of him if that. If you're somebody who loves podcasting like we do, or you're really interested in getting into it for the first time, there's an awesome tool available to you to make everything super easy, and it is called Poddex. Poddex supplies you with decks of cards that you can use for new episode ideas, interview question ideas of all different kinds of topics and styles, and it's so easy to use and so easy to get started all you have to do is go to poddex.com and use the code tbl10 to get 10 percent off your total purchase 
at checkout. That's the code TBL10 at poddex.com. I do think it's hilarious that then like Ben Affleck is always pops up and like Kevin's like you're like us oh, Kevin's it's Ben Affleck <laughs> like when he pops in Clerks too yeah and you're like that's fucking Ben Affleck mm-hmm. I wonder if like you see they start well, filming the, Clerks three yeah I'm like I wonder if he's gonna be in Clerks I 3. hope so well I love the Clerks too he starts <laughs> making fun of Ben Affleck yeah he's yeah like, they cast Ben Affleck who's Ben Affleck I don't know some two bit actor from Boston <laughs> he was a, he was a good one I think. <laughs> I just, it's so wild. Like, yeah. I, when they started, I don't know. I'm just super pumped. I don't know. I love Kevin Smith movie. I, the only Kevin Smith movies I haven't seen are the Walrus one. The Walrus one? Uh, with, uh, I can't think of it. I think it's called The Walrus. I haven't seen Yoga Hosers. I haven't seen Yoga Hosers, but that's his daughter. Yeah, you know, it's that's his that's daughter. That's the movie that made him love, love directing again. Is it really? Because he he just got so sick and tired of just like yeah. directing and writing movies. Because well, before that, the last movie he had done was Red State. Was it Red State or was it Zack and Mary? Oh God, I don't know. I think it might have been Red State. I'll take a look. Red here. State's a good movie. Yeah, but no. Uh, uh, apparently, what I he like lost his love of like directing and writing movies, and then him doing the vid- the movie with his daughter was like. Make him made him fall in love with like right Tusk, it. Tusk. There it yeah. is. Yeah. So it went Zach and Mary, Cop Out, which I haven't seen. He hated Cop Out. Um, really? Well, he, did, he that was that was the only one he had. That's the only one he's directed that he hasn't written. Yeah. Yeah. He did not like Bruce Willis. Oh, really? Um, and then <clears throat> and then Red State, Tusk, Yoga Hosers, then the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. I haven't seen reboot either. I haven't either. Kilroy was here is something he's working on right now. I don't know what that is. And then Clerks Three. Um, talk about a very interesting career as like a director. Because people talk about chasing Amy all the time, and that movie is incredible. Mm-hmm. When you look at when you look at like what your, your typical Kevin Smith movie is, and then you look at chasing Amy, and you're like, what the? Yeah, you always said that's the one the Oscars missed on. Yeah, no, I'd agree. Yeah, I'd one hundred percent agree. Well, you also you look at like who all's in Chasing Amy. You've got um, you know, Ben Affleck. That was one of his first big starring roles. You got you know Jason Lee's in this. Jason, <laughs> obviously Jason Mewes, um, Casey Affleck's in there. Really young Casey Affleck. Um, Matt Damon's got a bit part in there. Um, sure I need to rewatch that. It's been forever since I watched it. Um, but also like you know you got Mallrats. You know Mallrats, Shannon Doherty. Um, Jason Lee. Jason Lee's in that one. Stanley. Stanley's. Stanley's got a cameo. Yeah. Um, What's this? He also did. He also. I did. I never do this. He directed Jersey Girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I don't love. Yep. It's not his worst, <laughs> but it's not his best. But I'll watch anything Kevin Smith touches. Some of the some of my favorite episodes of like The Flash were directed by Kevin Smith. See, yeah, no, I did not. I knew he directed them. I never know. Like the, the first one, the first one. Doesn't he, he do like one a year or something? Like he that? would do same thing with like Supergirl. He would do like one of those a year. The first one he did was an episode of The Flash, and that episode brought me to tears. Hmm. It was such a good character based episode. Well, he's so well, good. he loves comics. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was it was so in his wheelhouse. I remember the video of him. He went. I guess he was at a screening of Captain Marvel, and there's in the stand. Have you seen Captain Marvel? Yeah. The cameo for Stan Lee is him reading the Mallrats script, and I guess Kevin Lee, like somebody was at the screen and said, like they heard him like shout in the movie theater, like, "Oh 
my god! Well, apparently, made him cry because like now yeah. he's like, I'm in the Marvel universe. Yeah, I still think he needs to be like the new cameo guy. He does. I like he doesn't do anything for comic books per se. Never. No. But he's, well, actually, I'll take that back. He had he did some great contemporary runs for like Daredevil and Green Arrow. Okay, but what I'm saying he didn't yeah. like. I don't know. He didn't invent anything. Sure, but, but he's brought comic books to like almost like a pulp culture esque like yeah to where like yeah and he was such good friends with Stan Lee. Oh, they were, it was like his second father. Yeah, to where it's like yeah, I feel like he should be the cameo dude, but they'll never do it. No, but like I think it should be him or Deadpool. <laughs> it should be Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> it's just Ryan Reynolds dressed in a Deadpool outfit, <laughs> but not really like that's well because Seth MacFarlane, him and Ryan Reynolds are tight. That's why if you watch. Um, the two Ted movies or or the million ways to die in the West. Uh, Ryan Reynolds has an unspoken cameo in every single one where he just is just on screen, never speaks. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> well, they got to pay him more if he talks. <laughs> no, but it's just so weird that like you're such good friends and you yeah. you love this person so much as friend. You're like, yeah, I'll just do nothing on scene for like thirty seconds. Patrick Stewart was the narrator for Ted. Yeah, Ewan McGregor's got five seconds on screen in a million ways to die in the West. Jamie Foxx shows up as Django in the post credit scene of that movie. It's true. Um, you know, you look at some of the, like, you know, McFarlane's got the respect of people like Liam Neeson, Charlie Theron, um, you know, both of whom not only have shown up in his movies, but were in episodes of the Orville for fuck's sake. Liam Neeson was an episode of the Orville. Mm -hmm. um, in the first season, it was a kind of a cameo kind of not. It was, he was the, they were watching the video logs of a captain of an abandoned spaceship, and it was Liam Neeson. That's so wild, yeah. dude. That's I think it's really weird when you have like movie stars do cameos on shows. Oh yeah, it's so like, what the fuck are you doing here? Oh yeah, but no, I didn't know uh, Charlize Theron was on one too. That's so she was in season. I want to say season two. She was like the main character in, in an episode. She was like the big villain or whatever. That's so weird because she had done a million ways because they had both. Her and Liam Neeson had done a million ways to yeah. die in the West. And and what I love is Liam Neeson only did that because there was an episode of Family Guy where he makes fun of the idea of Liam Neeson being a cowboy. Uh -huh. And I guess Liam Neeson's sons thought it was the funniest shit ever. <laughs> so Seth, Seth MacFarlane reached out to him as a joke, and Liam was like, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> that's how we got to be the villain in A Million Ways to Die in the West. That's he was, so, that's so <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Seth MacFarlane has a lot of pull for like. Well, he's a, I mean he's a he's a massive Star Trek fan, which is why he made the Orville. He actually has a couple of cameos in in seasons because uh, it was on, but uh, Star Trek Enterprise. He's like an engineer or something like that. He has like one line or whatever. Really? Yeah, but he also, if you watch the Orville, he's got cast members of Next Generation, Voyager, Deep Space Nine, Enterprise, who show up as other characters in the Orville because it's just a love letter to Star Trek. Mm. But Seth MacFarlane's got the respect of like real talent out there. People just write him off because he's you know the Family, family Guy yeah. dude. Yeah. One of the things is Family Guys. Honestly, why would you write? That's so well written of a show for like so long. I know, but it's it's like like it's it's, it's like Adam Sandler and Uncut Gems. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. they they write it off because they a lot of people just see it as lowbrow humor. It's like yeah, but it's so fucking clever. Yeah, and that that okay for people who get pissed off by people doing lowbrow humor. Yeah, I'm like to make the sky is a joke. Mm -hmm. 
but end up being like a lowbrow humor joke, but you disguise it as something else. Like, you know how hard that is to mm-hmm. like, because most loudbrow humor, you can see that from a mile away. Yeah. I just fucking, I, I had a comic one time say that. I think that's a low hanging fruit. I was like, did you see it coming? No. Well, shut the fuck up. Also, did you laugh? Yeah. Like, is it funny? Well, also, no, somebody else writes your jokes. You shut the fuck yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I love, I love people who, who can do like the lowbrow or the dumb humor, but in a creative way. It's yeah. why I love Kevin Smith. Yeah. Zach and Miri make a porno, a movie about people making porn, making amateur porn should be dumb and unwatchable. That movie is so good. And there's a love story. There's a great love story and that's a relatable love story. And it's just double funny. Dutch runner. Double Dutch runner. <laughs> He also got an actual porn star to be in that movie. So, because so, you kind of have to, you got to find somebody who's cool with that shit, other than Jason Mewes. So, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but, uh, well, even just like in that movie, look at you got uh, fucking Craig Robinson in that movie before anybody, like he was on The Office and that was basically it. And Elizabeth Banks, who was on top of the fucking world and at the time at the time and you wouldn't necessarily see her making something like that she's got a great sense of fucking humor though and she's so funny in that movie seth rogan seth rogan who because that was when he was ruling the comedy world movies at that point um jason uses in that um Fucking Justin Long as the gay porn star. God. Fucking Brandon Routh as his boyfriend, yes. which is amazing. <laughs> How the fuck? I mean, he's not really done anything though. Brandon well, Routh. he's been on. He's been doing that Legends of Tomorrow show. He's been in the Arrowverse show. Oh. So he was the Adam. Oh, okay, gotcha. So he's he's been doing that because after Superman tanked that Superman Returns movie he made. After that movie hit fucking rock bottom. Because he, he was kind of counting on that to be his big jumping off point. He didn't do much that was for a, a while. was a bad movie. It was a terrible movie. And that wasn't even his fault. No. He got cast because he looked like Christopher Reeve. Yeah. That was basically it. Um, I'm looking at who all's in this movie. Um, we said kind of the big ones. Tisha Campbell Martin, who she's funny as fuck, is in Jack, Jack, uh, Zach and Me Make a Porno. Um, Fucking Katie Morgan is the porn star that plays Stacy, the, yeah. the one who the one who frosts uh what's his name? Um the guy who's filming shit, the guy from from Clerks. Um Dante? Not Dante, not, the fucking oh, Jesus Christ, I'm drawing a blank here. Um not Dante. Jeff Jeff Anderson. Yeah. Jeff Anderson. Um he yeah, but uh we said Justin Long, uh, Tracy Lords is in there as as Bubbles. <laughs> she's the Asian. She's the the older older woman. Who, yeah. <laughs> What's well, this? Dante follow me on fucking Instagram for a little. Did bit. he really? Yeah. Wow. Um. Yeah. Because I'm pretty much a badass like that. Well, there's so. there's a guy who hasn't. But like, has he ever really tried lot. to like? You know what I mean? No, I don't think he has. Brian O'Halloran. I'm trying to think. He's done. Like I'm looking at I'm looking at his filmography right here. Like you know he did, uh, he did Dogma and Clerks and Mallrats, Chasing Amy and all that. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. But other than that, like it's a lot of small parts and a lot of indie Brian stuff. Brian O'Hallahan, Hulahan, Halloran, Halloran, Brian Brian O'Halloran. Um, a lot of small stuff, and then you know pretty much anything Kevin uh, Kevin Smith wants him to do because. His first acting role was Clerks, and if Kevin Smith gives you that big of a jumping off point, you do whatever he wants for the rest of his life. Yeah. So, 
God, yeah. Clerks just... I feel like Clerks... Okay, so the thing the things that have defined my life as a comedian are probably Clerks. Yeah. And maybe Monty Python when it comes to just random. <laughs> like, my Holy Grail, specifically Holy Grail. Yeah. I don't... Because like, I love that type of, like, weird... Like, dialogue. I mm. love the dialogue in Clerks. Oh, yeah. But I love the craziness of and the random, like, what, a bunny eating, like, right. tagging people is the greatest. <laughs> like, just the right, like, I love the dialogue and, and that, and I just love the whole, like, just the knights holy who, hand grenade. The Knights Who Say Knee <laughs> yeah. is one of the dumbest sequences. I laugh my ass off every time. Black Knight. Black the Black Knight. <laughs> just a flesh <laughs> I'll bite you to death. <laughs> Um, like it's just the dumbest <laughs> shit that you're like, God damn, this is comedy. But then some people don't find it funny. Those people are fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. That's, I don't know. That, I feel like those have like, just what I love. And that's why I think I like South Park so much too. South Park yeah. is very British. Oh, there's a very, yeah. very British comedy influence on South Park. hundred percent. Yeah. Because British humor People like I mean, people like to make the joke that like British stuff is boring and blah blah blah. British humor is fucking clever as oh, fuck. Oh, absolutely! It's very dry. Everybody has always said com- comics have always said I should go over there and do comedy because oh my like, god, you'll make you'll kill. Yeah, and I'm like I don't know. Well, I, the British love comedy. Yeah, British comedy comedy rules the world. Rules England. They love comedy over there. France, not so much, but in England, they love comedy. That's why so many hit American comedy shows are based off of British ones because the British ones are huge. I've always been told I need to go there. Mm-hmm. I need to do somewhere. I need to do Canada. And then I need mm-hmm. to go like LA, LA because they'll, they'll appreciate me a yeah. lot more in all those places. And I'm like, oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. But they're like, I love places that just get con- like they get it. Like they fucking mm-hmm. get it. They get it. They Can- get a well written joke. Canada, Canada is a lot like that. Yeah, some they- of the some of my favorite, like Letterkenny. Yeah, that is that is Canadian as fuck. That is some of the most when we've talked before. That's some of the most well written oh, television Creek. comedy. Shit's Creek. That's Canadian as fuck. Trailer Park Boys. I don't like Trailer Park. Boys. I love Trailer Park Boys. I don't. I don't mind it. I just. I don't go out of my way to watch it. The thing is, I just love it. It's Canadian, and like you think of a Canadian Trailer Park. <laughs> like, that's, that's <laughs> like I just make one of those things. It's like I don't know. Like it's one of those things. But like Shit's Creek, like Letter Kenny. Wife hates Letter Kenny, but that's she fun. doesn't get it. It's a guy show. Well, not only that. That first that opening scene. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, just like I've, I've shown. That's how I get. Whenever people are like, "What is it?" I'm like. On YouTube, just go Letter Kenny Cold Open. Just watch that opening sequence. That is so clever and witty and just fucking funny. Not only that, but also the timing. Those guys have to get that timing just right. And that's not a lot of editing. That is just them knowing how to play off of each mm-hmm. other as well. It's it's and it's having that that great great group of actors who know how, who know what what they're looking for. Yep, is so yeah. Canada, I mean, K. Trevor Wilson's one of my favorite contemporary comics, too. He's good. His, that that Captain Crunch bit is so fucking funny. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of The Basement Lounge. If you guys want to know more about the show or get more involved in any way, shape, or form, head on over to our website, tblpod.net. That's T-B-L-P-O-D 
Net. Leave us a rating and review on the reviews page and click the little blue microphone to send us a voice message. Let us know what you thought of today's show and share your thoughts on what we talked about. We'll see you guys again in next week for a brand new episode. Every Wednesday, 8 a.m. is when they drop. Until then, as always, live well, rock on, take care, and bye bye <laughs>